Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope that week is rolling right along, and we're going to do everything we can to make it a bit more awesome today with a replay from this past Sunday night's live call-in show from Sunday night, July 17th, 2022, the 67th birthday of Disneyland. During this show with Scotty G., we took your calls and we talked about National Ice Cream Day, which we were celebrating during the show. And we discussed our favorite places to get ice cream at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and the Disney Cruise Line. We also talked about a video that has kind of gone viral over the past couple of weeks on social media. It was an old commercial. It was put out by Walt Disney World. It was in the style of a musical that was about two to two and a half minutes long lauding all of the on-site benefits you get like magic bands extra magic hours disney's magical express how did that make you feel if you saw that on social media over the past couple weeks we talked about that your favorite commercials from the past and we got a couple of awesome trip reports in tonight's show from callers it's a great show and i really hope you enjoy the next hour don't forget our podcast always brought to you by the magic for less travel check them out for all your disney trip planning needs they're over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help support everything we do here on the show. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You guys support us each and every month. We could not do all this podcasting without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, please come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, July 17th, 2022. We hope you are having a great wrap to the weekend, or if you're tuned in here on the feed on Thursday, hey, you've almost made it to another weekend. Thanks for joining us here for the replay and for joining us live here on Facebook and YouTube, where for the next hour, we're going to be talking all things Disney and joining me today to have some fun taking your calls here for the next hour. It's your friend and mine who just went to Disneyland with me, but spent yesterday at the beach He's at the mitten. Now, how does that happen? What's up, Scotty G? Thanks for joining us tonight. What's up? Hey, Mike. Happy Sunday. But yeah, so you think about the mitten, Mike. Like, we're surrounded by the Great Lakes. So for those watching, I was at the thumb. The tip of the thumb is what they call it, Port Austin. So I was hanging at uh, Port Huron, cool beach town area. Mike, you would actually love it. Like, all these, like, small towns with, like, little shops and stuff like that. Um, it was a great day. It was a little overcast, which made it really comfortable. It was my kind of beach day. So, but yeah, happy to be here on a Sunday talking live with you and uh, hope we get some good questions tonight. So I checked out your Instagram. Now, those umbrellas, those Disney umbrellas, are those yours or are those something you rented or what was that all about? Because those are pretty So sweet. those are our umbrellas. So quick story on that. So a few years ago, Steve Forster had the great idea, you know, let's take a summer off from Walt Disney World and let's go to Hilton Head. Let's just go to the beach. So we all like camped up our vehicles with the Foresters and our friends, the Martins, and we drove down the Hilton Head and we wanted to bring like beach chairs and umbrellas and all that. And Target had these Mickey and Minnie beach umbrellas. And Mike, they're only like 10 bucks, but we got them off like half off. So it was like 10 bucks for the two of them. And four or five years later, those things are still sturdy and getting the job done. So um, it's kind of fun, you know, like you have to like Disney-fy everything in our life. It feels like we can't even go to the beach without showing off like that. We're like crazy Disney fans, but it's kind of fun. We saw a lot of people like when we're in the lake taking photos of our little setup, it was kind of funny to watch. Yeah. So I gotta say, check out uh, Scott's Instagram. It's at Epscott. Cause these umbrellas are perfect for the Disney fan. I saw him. I mean, because I knew he was in Michigan, but I mean, it looked like he was at Castaway Key, which, you know, turned, turned the yeah. thumb into castaway key which was pretty awesome so check those out and hopefully target will bring that deal back around because hey it's the end of summer i mean why right. not have some five dollar umbrellas right yeah now it was beach? awesome because you might even remember it because like they started doing like this awesome like connection with disney they were doing yep. like all these like cool disney shirts and all that i remember they had like a menswear like disney ties and stuff like that and like we saw the 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 umbrellas the year we're going to go on a beach vacation I'm like well this is perfect so hopefully they do something like that again all right, so I have some topics I want to bring to the table. I'm not going to go to the news over at the Mouse for Less tonight because I just want to bring some stuff to the table tonight. First of all, 
I know that we've been heavy on Disneyland over the past couple of weeks, and I apologize for that. But I mean, I was super excited. And one of the topics, you know, we're, we got to talk about tonight is today is we're recording is the 67th birthday of Disneyland, where all this stuff started. So happy birthday, Disneyland. And we were just out there. But we found out this past week again, we we've kind of talked about over the past few months, Scott and I went out to Disneyland and it felt like everything we like the cards that we were dealt, we were getting aces all the time. Like, oh, we got a joker. We got an ace. You know, like we were hitting jackpot jackpots all the time. 21, 21, 21. We got so lucky. The weather was great. You know, things were coming back. We cannot complain. And so this past week we got some befuddling news that. You know, we love Disneyland, but all of a sudden, D23 is going to be at Disneyland. Don't forget, mid early to mid-September, we find out Main Street Electrical Parade and the Disneyland Forever Fireworks going away on September 1st. Now, they said that this is because this was a limited-time run, but the thing is, I, I didn't know that. I mean, did you see, like, any, any kind of marketing out there while we were there that said, you know, catch this before it glows away? Because that's what they said right. in the marketing last week. You know, but I didn't see anything that said this was like a limited time run. I thought this was just going to go until it went. You know, I, I I didn't think it was like, you know. Yeah, I thought it was indefinite. Like, yeah. let's just keep it rolling, right? Until like we have something to announce, maybe like a new show or a replacement. Like, I was so stunned at by that. And like, you got to think like it's probably like boosted some attendance, right? Like people that, you know, want to see the Main Street Electrical Parade. People love that nighttime parade. Like, hey, let's go to Disneyland. So it really stunned me that this was such a small run and Hi, I mean, I know like fireworks shows change and they come in and out, but it just always cracks me up with something like with the word forever in it, like ends, like Disneyland forever, Epcot forever. It's just or, funny or when those least, shows come to an end. Parentheses, or at least until September 1st. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I love Disneyland forever. And that was part of like the 60th, Mike. Like, I don't know if you remember that. That was like the big fireworks show that came with the 60th. So, I mean, it's been off and on a lot during like the last few years. So. I mean, it makes sense that it's going away, but I would love to like see an announcement for a replacement when they do something like this. But ironic timing, though, with D23, like there's going to be some upset fans going to D23 that were planning on these shows and they won't be there. Yeah, it's just the timing of it all. I mean, at least hold it over until D23. I comes, know, just wait till like mid-September. I, I like, know, it's <laughs> like just two weeks. I mean, you know, uh, that was interesting. Unless... I mean, and obviously, I mean, Unless even if they release something but, that week, right? Well, I thought about that, right? I mean, are they going to announce they're bringing Paint the Night back or something like that? One of those beloved shows back to Disneyland. But the thing is, if they announce it at D23, the people that are at D23 are probably not going to get to enjoy it because I doubt it starts immediately. And then even if they do announce it, if it ends on September 1st, if you're out there, yay, yay, I don't get to see it. You know, it's like. Yeah. At least keep it going for the diehard Disney. Sometimes I think, you know, and I love Disney. Don't get me wrong. We do a Disney podcast this is what I do for a living. But I mean, like some of these things are so obvious. Like, how do you not know your, your most diehard of fans are going to be where it all started in Anaheim and just let it go for 10 more days for goodness sakes. Like, so it's not that hard. Yeah. It's it's I don't know who made that decision. It's kind of interesting. Natalie kind of cracks me up. She's like, Scott says, I understand that fireworks can change. And she's like, bring back heavily ever after. I'm kind of with Natalie on that. Me too. too. Though. It's just wishes was around for like, who knows how I can't even remember how many years. And here I am saying like, well, this isn't forever had a good run at five, like five. It should be like 10 years. Like, and like the way they do fireworks shows now too, Mike, they can just like kind of interchange things with projections and things like that. I think it'd be really easy to keep your base show and just make small tweaks here and there. But who knows? Maybe they got something planned or maybe Disneyland forever will randomly come back again sometime. Who knows? Okay. So I got to ask you about something else too. I got a couple. And again, I want to take your calls 407-413-9395. We're going to open up the phone lines in about five minutes. So hang tight, but I want to get your feedback on any of these topics I'm bringing to the table. I don't know if you saw this on social media this past week, but some account, and I can't remember the account because it was some obscure account I'd never heard of, but they okay. found this commercial from back in the day <laughs> that Walt Disney world produced and it was like a musical. It was a commercial that was about two to two and a half minutes long. And it was all these people dancing around saying why you need to stay on property. And it talked about the magic band. It talked about magical express and them delivering your luggage to the, to the hotel room. It talked about extra magic hours and it talked about all these things that are no longer here. And it really got people fired up on social media because 
Those are the reasons why a decade ago, so many people were so in love with Walt Disney World. It was those those extras that you get there nowhere else. Did you see that commercial? Because it was I have not seen this. So oh, this is breaking for you me. Gotta yeah, find I'll have to go see it after oh, the show. Man. I, yeah, I'll have to retweet it because it, it was it was so well. It, it, it was a musical. Like so. People would be dancing around. They were dancing around in Storybook Circus, right? This in front is someone of on Twitter. Sorry to interrupt. Did someone on Twitter make this, or this was like an actual production by Walt Disney World? Right? Pa- this was made by Disney. I'm almost okay. positive because, I mean, they're on property. Like, they're dancing around, like, in front of the Yacht yeah. Club, okay. lauding Magical Express and how they deliver your bags. to. But they, they wrote all these original songs, and there's <laughs> people, like, in, in cast member uniforms, I mean, but it's like Oklahoma. Like, they're dancing around. They're, <laughs> they're like, it. carrying the guy. But I mean, the guy's explaining what a magic band does. He's all like, boom, boom, boom. And everybody's dancing yeah. behind. It's like, it's like uh, the Main Street show, like the dancers, but there's like yeah. 40 or like 50 a, of like them. Like a trolley show of some sort. And they're like, yeah. But they're going through like the top five to six reasons to stay on site. And it was like magic bands, extra magic hours, magical express, um, you know, and, and uh, transportation, like around property, all these reasons why. A decade ago, as we were doing the show, we're saying this is why you stay on property. And I think what it got, what got everybody's ire with this is that, God, like, you just don't realize how awesome those things were yep. until you just don't have them. You know, like, just to hear them singing and dancing about how, you know, drop off your bags at your home airport and magically they're in your hotel room. Like, how awesome. I mean, that sounds unbelievable right now because we've had two years of dealing with our own luggage. That was one of my favorite things to stay on site. I mean, I love the Magical Express to the resort, but I love the airline like resort check-in, you know, (laughs) where you could just, if you had like a, if you had a late flight on your checkout day, you know, you could just drop those bags off with them. They get them to the airport. You can have fun in Magic Kingdom four or five, six hours, then go back and like be bag free. (laughs) That was my favorite thing, you know? But it's crazy to think, yeah, like, what are the benefits now? And I still think there are benefits to staying on site for sure. Like, I just love the theming and the convenience of being on site. But as more and more things are taken away, as you just like that, this video outlines, it's crazy that just in that small period of time, all the things we've lost. It's just it's crazy to me. And William has put up the link there on YouTube to this video. I mean, it, we obviously can't show it here because we're because it's like music will probably kick us off. Right. But um, I mean, I watched it and I was like, oh man, this like has me going. Like it gets me fired up. Like this is exactly why I was so excited to become a Disney fan, you know, because this was like the, the, if you ask for like the golden age, this was the golden age. This is why I started a podcast because this, this exemplified the bubble of Walt Disney World. Like I get a magic band, I don't have to use a credit card, I don't have to use cash. I don't have to even use a, you know, like a room key. Like I can just boom, I can open my door and, you know, and like magical express and like extra magic hours. I'm special because I'm staying on site. And we have a modified version of that now, but I mean, there, there, it was just, just things like we don't even have like the, the traditional resort TV as much as we did, you know, just it's those little bitty things that I think we, they could bring them things back. And I think it would just, It'd be a just something that the, the Disney fans would love. I think it'd just be a goodwill gesture towards, and there's a legion of us. I know it's not everybody, and it's not even most people that go to Walt yeah. Disney World, but it would do a lot of good to bring little things back. Not huge. I agree with you 100%. Um, man, just you talking about those things is making me miss them. You know what, actually, <laughs> it wasn't in your video here, and I know you probably hear this like 50 times a week, but like the dining plan was something that drew me like on that first visit. Like it was like Magical Express, like, I was like, this is amazing. You mean we don't have to like rent a car or anything, but you can just go to the airport and boom, our bags show up. We show up. And what's this dining plan? Like we can just go to meals and not have to worry about paying or just like leaving a gratuity. Like those are the things that like got me so psyched for our first like Disney trip. And it's just a bummer that we're losing some of those things, Mike. But we, I think we're going to, I think we're going to upswing though. I think we're going to get some of those things back. I really do. I think we are too, but here's, here's what I think Disney in the next five years, Again, I think we all like it. the reason we we're listening to a Disney podcast and we like to travel there, you know, because we're, we're the next level. We vacation there. But like while we're not there, we're always thinking about this. If you're listening to a show like this is that, you know, we like to think about the marketing. We like to think about, you know, the the finances. And I don't understand yeah. the finances or any of that stuff, but I do like to think about marketing and stuff. But I mean, OK, say like 10 to 15 years ago when you would watch TV 
and I see Disney commercials here and there because they're on ESPN. They're, they're on SEC Network, you know, because they're they're in the big family there. Right. Um, I see them even on Pluto TV sometimes on that free app the CBS actually owns. But the thing is, like, the commercials just don't get me as much anymore. They need to go back to those commercials that were like, I'm too excited to sleep. Or like the one for Disney Cruise Line back in the day, like, he's our little souvenir. I mean, the souvenir is like my favorite. Or- I mean, there's got to be like a, you know, some kind of a, like, it just, it, it just grabs you. And I just think, you know, there's, they don't even really show the best of, of the, the product anymore. They just say, we're celebrating uh, 50 years of Walt yep. Disney World. Like, and here's Spaceship Earth all lit up. Yeah. Like, come explore the magic. Like, yeah, I want to see like families doing something fun in the park or whatever. Not like icons. I see. I totally see what you're saying, Mike. Yeah, make it's it all emotional. About the celebrations. Yeah, make it emotional. Make it about you know the one that did get me that they did show probably about three or four years ago. It was, it was I think right before the pandemic, right at the beginning of the pandemic. It was one that talked about like like a parent and his kid, like they're only little for a little while, you know, and that is absolutely true. I've said right. that to so many people, like it goes like in a, if you're a parent, you know, this, like it goes fast. I mean, both of our daughters that were little girls, you know, just a blink ago, they're in high school, you know? So, yeah. So you got to take advantage. I thought Disney did that one, right? It wasn't, it didn't hit as hard. I don't think as like some of these others, but it, we got the message out. They need more of those commercials. And I think that's step one, then bring back some of the, you know, it, Bring back, you just bring back Magical Express. You know, I know they brought back the minivans, but eh, that's a pay service. You know, like they could, they could do this. I don't know. I just, the time is right for goodwill. <laughs> I just think, and I think it would go a long way. Anyway, let's get to something we both love too on this very special day. I don't even know about this day. Today as we're recording is National Ice Cream Day. Did you know that? I, I only knew it because of the tweet you sent out about the live show today. So, yeah. Okay. So, so where's your favorite place to get an ice cream? That's what I was going to ask you. Room. Yes. Oh. Okay. So I was going to ask you at the three places. So Disney Cruise Line, where do you get your ice cream? Is it just the Deck 11 unlimited ice cream machine? I mean, that's uh, unlimited ice cream that you've already paid for is pretty Yeah, rocking. I mean, so there's different ways you can get the ice cream. So Cabanas <laughs> has ice cream. Um, you can get like the, the, like the hard serve scoops at Cabanas. Sometimes at your meal, you like I know um I like the cookies and cream like ice cream that they have at Animator's Palette on the Dream and Fantasy, but the best place to get ice cream to me is actually the soft serve, but at Castaway Key. Yes. Um, I think it's just <laughs> honestly like I mean it could be mental like where I think like everything is better on Castaway Key, <laughs> but um I really think the ice cream actually does taste better on Castaway Key. I think like it's thicker, it's not as like runny. I don't know if that's the right word to use or melty. I guess. It just seems like it's thicker when it comes out of that machine. It just tastes better. So Castaway Key is my answer for ice cream for Disney Cruise Line. I've had it. Have you had it at Vanellope's on the Dream? You know, the kind of the, the place on Deck 11 yeah. where you buy the candy. I Like the gelato. Yeah, yeah, I've had it, but like I'm paying for it. I, I want it free. Yeah, I same. I, in my cruise I think I did it once because like Mallory wanted to get it. And I'm like, yeah. what are we doing? Like we've paid $5,000 for this cruise. And like I can just go get like, as much ice cream as I want out of the thing down the other end of the ship. But it's always packed. So I went in. I mean, it's not because you know how they have like weird rules, like what can be open. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a, it's considered like. Like a shop, I think right? It's right. It's got to be open. like at sea. You can't be yeah. in port. Yeah. But like when I went on that like weekend Memorial Day cruise, like every time I walked by it, like it was packed, and I went in there once just to like scope things out, and like maybe I'll get an ice cream. Like I just didn't want to wait like six or seven people deep for it. You know, like I'll just go to deck eleven and get an ice cream. Right. And I will say, but you got to go in these places because the theming in these these specialty little candy shops that are up on the pool deck. They're awesome. I know, Vanellope's, I don't know what it is. It's not Vanellope's, I don't think, on the fantasy. I think that's on the dream. But there's one, maybe it is Vanellope's. I on think the it's fantasy. Vanellope's on both. Is it, it might be. But, I mean, the theming in there is awesome. I mean, even, the, like, the machines, like, come to life. Yeah. When they're motion censored. I mean, it, it's awesome place. I mean, you can pay a couple bucks and get a rice yeah. cream. But I didn't know I've done it. I, re- I remember once, like, I was with Mallory, Emily, and I think, like, the Scott's daughter, like, Zoe. Like, for some reason, like, I was on kid duty during a cruise, and... That's where I went. I bought him ice cream <laughs> and it was good. We just, right. Then we took it down to deck four and just ate it and like just sat on one of those loungers. And that was actually like a really cool, cool memory for me. All right. So let's go Disneyland. So Disneyland, we just got back from, I, you know, I have to give it to Gibson girl because that's main street USA. And I, I this shocked me because you can't do this at Walt Disney world. You can mobile order ice cream and it still works even at park closing i figured you can mobile order like most of the day but you're not gonna be able to order like right. mobile order like it 
right after the fireworks or right before the Main Street Electrical Parade? Like, there's no way. Nope, you can. And you can walk right up and get your scoops and your cone or your sundae. And, I mean, it's Gibson Girl. It's right there on Main Street USA right next to Carnation Cafe. Now, I will say, if you're 6'3", watch your head when you go over past the awning because I've <laughs> drilled my head on the awning. Yeah, It's not as tall. Than Disney. Uh, Disneyland awnings are not as high as Walt Disney World. I learned that. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going Gibson Girl. But, I mean, you got downtown Disney. You got some salt and straw. You got other places. So what are you going with? That's the thing. Like, I love salt and straw. Um, you got, like, the at DCA, you got the you can get the cozy cone ice cream, like the waffle yes. cone. But, uh, Mike, you hit it, man. Like, there's nothing as great as going to Gibson Girl, like, on Main Street before, like, a parade on your way out or what, any time of day, really. Like, eh, you can have ice cream any time of day. Let's be real. But uh, Gibson Girl wins it and. I love your tip on the mobile ordering. I was stunned, Mike, that you could mobile order from the ice cream. Just think of the, the amount of time you spent at the parlor, like waiting for ice cream at right. the end of the night, you know, <laughs> like you're sweating and like, you know, like, I don't know, like Gibson girl is the way to go. And the mobile order is awesome. That's the problem. When I go back to Walt Disney world next time, I'm like, Oh, I'm just standing here for 30 minutes. I should have yeah. mobile ordered and walked up and grabbed my cone. You know, yeah, you're on. like, I could be in a sweatshirt and <laughs> a mobile order at Gibson girl right now. <laughs> I love my Walt Disney World. Just Disneyland just yeah. does a couple things, and it's a lot. Most of it's the weather. <laughs> but it's, uh, I will say we got lucky on the weather. I mean, I've been there when it's been yeah. blazing hot. Too. Yeah, so know, we, yeah you're talking about like everything coming up aces for us. That was one thing. Granted, I mean the weather is pretty good usually out there, but we did get we did luck out that it was just an unbelievably gorgeous week. Now, Michelle, and I got to give a shout out to Michelle in the live chat right there. She covered for me while I got to go out and play around with my boy, Scott, out at Disneyland. She took care of all my guests at the Magic for Less. She says she loves the custom ice cream bars at Clarabelle's in DCA. I didn't even see Clarabelle's. Where's Clarabelle's? Scott, where's that? I'm a, D, I'm a DCA homer, man. I love DCA, and I cannot think of where, <laughs> where that is right now. I'm drawing like a brain fart right now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Gear. So I have to put in the chat where we can find that. Oh, oh Ghirardelli's, oh, too. Dude, yeah. we, we did yeah. go to Ghirardelli's. Carolyn, uh, in the yeah. live chats, mentioned Ghirardelli's over at the Pacific Wharf at DCA. We, we went there, and I had the specialty. I forgot what it was called, but it was a picture on my Instagram. You had a really good picture on your Instagram of what you had. I don't know what you. Oh, yeah. Mom was like that. I did. Because I love those car those chocolate caramels. <sighs> That's my favorite, like, squares. That Dude, I am so I getting ice cream after this show, by the <laughs> yeah, way. I know, it's right? Sunday night. I don't care. And I did the, um, I did, like, a caramel, like, ice cream, like, with those chocolates in it. Oh, man, it was so good. But, yeah, like, that's the thing. I love all the options, like, the Ghirardelli's, the salt and straw, but. For some for some reason at Disneyland, I just want to go classic, like the like the parlor kind of thing, and that's why, man. But there's so many options. There's so many great options. All right, Michelle says well, right up front. See, I was okay. I, was I can focused. picture it now. Actually, when she I saw it come through, so world, Mike. So you've been there a lot. You've been there the most. You know, there's so many options. One of your favorites has recently gone away, but where where's your go to at Walt Disney World? My favorite ice cream. If I had to pick anything at Walt Disney World. It's got to be the peanut butter and jelly shake from 50s Primetime. I mean, that's considered ice cream. It's a shake, but it is rocking. And because it's unique, and I have great memories of not only just dining there, it's my wife's favorite restaurant at Walt Disney World, yeah. but I also, well, back when they had a lot of fireworks, the Star Wars fireworks, even back, and I love this show, and people might forget that this was a show at, uh, at the studios, the Frozen Fireworks. Remember yeah. that when they used to make it snow on Hollywood yes. Boulevard? That was a... Do you remember how crazy the studios was for Frozen there for like a summer there? Like I remember we chased around with like a like a Olaf on a stick and like yeah. you had to take your picture with him or something. I can't remember what that was. They had the ice skating rink over. I, at, we uh, built like a snow. There was like a do you want to build yes! a snowman? So we built a snowman. Yeah, because they yeah. had an ice skating rink, and then what they did was they shaved it like every couple of hours. Like you got to do an ice skating rink to get the fresh ice, and then what they did was they put the shavings over in the corner, and like kids from California that had never seen snow. We're like playing in the snow, making snowballs, like getting frostbite on their hands. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, what are you doing? Like, it, that's cold. It's real. But uh, yeah, just come to Missouri in December and freeze your hands off. You know, you're from Michigan. I'm like, that, yeah. that's not fun. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that, that was crazy. But I, I just have that memory of I would, you know, that was my dessert party. <laughs> I would go get it to go. PB&J shake and we'd watch the fireworks at the studios. And that was just because the, the studios is very underrated for the fireworks shows they've had over the past decade. Star Wars, They're Frozen. Really those were really Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam fireworks were awesome with the lasers and stuff. They've had some killer fireworks and a PB&J yeah. shake in your hand. All the better.
What about you? Side note about studio fireworks. Like I just, I love being in there, like watching them, but sometimes, cause I've caught this by accident. Like I think watching the um, studios fireworks outside the park are even better. Like if you can see like the Hollywood studio sign, like the, like the gate entrance and the way they just like project in the air. Like that's actually a really awesome way. If you don't have a park ticket, you can watch some fireworks that way. Cause I think, cause you could just walk there and take a bus. It's a really cool way. If hopefully we get more fireworks at these, at, I almost call it a DCA because it feels like DCA. Because, you know, it's, it's weird when you've, you know, I've yeah. never been obviously to Disneyland and I like went up to yeah. the gates. I'm like, dude, this is so like, that's exactly what Mallory said. This yeah. is Disney's Hollywood studios. And we walk in, it feels, even when you go through the touch points, it feels so similar, but just, it feels larger. It feels more open. Right. Yeah. I like it that. Does. Oh, ice cream for you though. Walt Disney World, where are you going? I think you know where I'm going, Mike, but I'm going to. One of my favorite spots, it's at the Beach Club, and it's called Beaches and Cream. Good call. Uh, love their ice cream, and I'm going with the No Way Jose, but I go vanilla ice cream. I like chocolate ice cream, but it gets a little too chocolatey with like all the like hot fudge they put on it. and the, I like the peanut butter and vanilla combo better, so I'm going with a No Way Jose. Oh, man, man. I'd love to have one right now. That is one of my favorites, and my, one of my favorite memories of vacation with you is when we, we hauled a No Way Jose uh, – was it all the way through the, the convention center? It, was it at Yacht no, or was so it at Coronado? It was like 105 degrees outside. It was huge. Ample, so Ample Hills was open. You were like, I am I have to go to Ample Hills. And, and, you know, like I wasn't the biggest Ample Hill fan. So I was like, well, I'll get my ice cream on the way. And I got a no way, no way Jose to go. And that thing is just was soup by the time you got to Ample Hills. Because it melted so much. Uh, oh. I didn't know they did them like to go like that either. Like yeah. at that time, like in that container, like it was awesome. Yeah, I'm just saying ice cream to go at Walt Disney world. Not a good idea. Not especially, a good idea. especially something as big as a no way. I was like, I mean, this thing was massive. Yeah. I mean, and didn't it was Ricky big. say she took one to go. And, like, so, yeah, but, I mean, it's Ricky. I mean, wait, I know, I know. no comment. I mean, come on now. So I mean, that's like her ML man. That's what she's known for is like just obscure things to go. Yes. <laughs> All right, so I'm opening up the phone lines, 407-413-9395. You want to jump in and tell us where you get your best ice cream, either Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, Walt Disney World. You want to talk to us about your favorite commercial from back in the day. What did you think about that video if you saw that one online with all the stuff we used to have at Walt Disney World? What did that make you feel? You know, we want to get you on the air. We want to get some more voices in here on Thursdays and on Sunday nights because it is your show, but just jump in and... uh, we have our first call right here. It's all it takes. So let's get this one in on line two. And we have our call. Who's joining us? Hey, this is Laura from River Grove, Illinois. Hey, Laura from across the river. What's going on? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Um, my kids and I just got back from Walt Disney World on Wednesday. And it was their first time back since 2014. So it was a huge culture shock for them since they were so young the last time they were there. But we were at Universal our last day and just doing stuff. And my 16-year-old son turned to me and said, Mom, this is just not as magical as Disney. And I thought, yes, you are so right. I, I, it is so true. So a shout out to Audie because she helped us out with our trip and we just had a great time. Let me just say, Audie might be the nicest person I've ever met in the whole world. I don't know if it's just because she's from Texas and she's got this Southern thing going on, but she's, she's awesome over at the magic for less. Um, so let me, did you query a little further? Because I'm always curious as to why somebody says that about, I, I feel the same way about universal. And I think Scott, he gave a little kind of fist bump when you said that. But I, 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 it's hard to quantify something like that because it's a feeling. But do you have any reason as to how your son came to that, to that uh, viewpoint? So I, I think one of the things that helped out a lot was the fact that we had Genie Plus. And I became a champ at Genie Plus. <laughs> And so I got really good at stacking rides and us being able to just go from place to place so quickly. And with Universal, their Express Pass system is not as good. And so they just felt like Disney worked much more efficiently than Universal does. 
You know what? You just gave me a great idea. I just thought of this because in our party, because you, you sound like you're the genie plus champion of your, your crew in our party out of Disneyland, it was Scott's wife, Elizabeth, who kind of took the reins and was our like team captain for genie plus. I think that R- Ricky makes all the merch, like the shirts and stuff for our, our store, which we do have. We just never talk about, but I think we need to make a shirt that says like, I'm the genie plus captain, you know, that says like for this crew, <laughs> I'm the point person. I'm the I'm the the captain of Genie Plus here for my team because you know like maybe maybe like the old like hockey jerseys you get a C for the Genie Plus like uh, run there because I think once somebody learns the system, it does make it enjoyable for everybody else. And what we noticed was it was very easy for kind of all of us to to mutually like I could jump in there and make a make a reservation for all of us as well as Elizabeth or Scott anybody that was connected. And it, it seemed to work out well, but it, so you found the system to work out well for you guys. That That's good to hear because Walt Disney World system is a little bit different than the one we used out at Disneyland. Yeah, I think what helped us, too, is our first day was at Magic Kingdom. And I woke my kids up early and I was like, all right, let's go. And they, like, by the middle of the day, they were like, we're, we're done. Like, we want to go back to the hotel. So the rest of the the rest of the trip, we kind of just hung out. I let them sleep in a little bit, and then we went. It was hot, obviously, but that worked out because I felt like when they were to sleep a little bit longer, we lasted in the parks longer. Right. And so that just worked out yeah. for us. Yeah, we missed like the half hour early, and you know, but with the Genie Plus, it didn't really hurt us. Yeah, that's, that's awesome to hear. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's really great. And I almost wonder, like, if if it's the time of the year, like, how did the crowds feel to you, Laura? Like, I know <clears throat> your kids haven't been since 2014. I don't know when the last time you were. Maybe it's the same time frame. But like, I know summer crowds to me can sometimes be lower um, because it's so darn hot out there sometimes. But like, so how do the crowds feel to you while you're down down there? You know what? I I felt that it wasn't so bad. Actually, we had room to walk. We didn't feel like we were running into people constantly. The lines, the standby lines were long. They still were long, but I mean, we didn't feel so packed in where, you know, it was, we didn't feel like we could breathe. You know, it wasn't so bad. That's good. Well, let me ask you this. What was your favorite new thing that you got to experience on this trip? Because there's obviously a lot of new going on eight years later. What What was something new that, that maybe shocked you or surprised you? Hmm. I think the, the attractions like Rise, where there's so much more interaction going on and you just see more and more happening and you feel really involved in the attraction. I think that that was the biggest difference we actually this this worked out for us amazingly i got into the virtual queue for guardians and i bought guardians and my virtual queue and my my individual lightning lane came in at exactly the same time (laughs) what are the chances that's funny that was like so amazing i couldn't believe that happened and um so we went during our individual lightning lane time and I told the kids, I'm like, if you like it, we'll be able to just go right back on it. Cause our, it's our time. Um, I got motion sickness on it. I never get motion sickness on anything. And I got motion sickness from guardians, but oh, wow. they did not. And so I told them, I'm like, go back in line and go. And so they went twice in a row and they had a fantastic time. That's what I was going to say. When I heard you say that, I, that that's, I was wondering that the story could go two ways because that, that, <laughs> yeah, that could be, I was like, exactly. it's going to be a blessing or it's going to be a curse because I, personally, I, cause like when I went down for the media thing with Pam Forrester from the show, we got, we had a six hour window with this media thing where we could ride it as many times as we wanted. There wasn't, any, there wasn't any line. You could just get on it and get on it and get on I did it one time and I was like, Pam, I'm out. Like I, 
No. I, I said, it was so fun. I said, and Pam would not get on it. She's like, I know, it'll make me sick. She's like, I got the vertigo. And she's like, and I am no spring chicken. I'm like, Pam, I'm like just same age as you just about. Why you? She's like, one of us has to go, and I brought you for this. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll go once. So I went, and I loved it, because she's like, somebody's got to talk about it. So somebody's got to write it. So I was like, okay, fine. And it was fun, but yeah, that same thing. I mean, it, it's, it, did you, I mean, you said it gave you a little motion sickness, but I mean, did you, it's a fun ride. I mean, I can see where everybody's loving it because there's a lot going on. It's a, I give it, it's a fun ride, but I think if you do have motion sensitivity, it's going to get you. I mean, it's, it's got a good chance of getting you. Yeah. And like I said, I don't normally have a problem. Like I can ride pretty much everything without a problem, but guardians got me. So I went to Connections Eatery and sat down and relaxed while they went and stood in the, the standby line. So, but it was, it worked out for them. They had a great time. So It's all about the kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I blame it on that raccoon. I'm just not, I'm not going to look at any more raccoons. Go ahead, Scott. No, I was just going to say, that's not a bad deal for you though. You got to like send some air conditioning <laughs> and like relax a little bit while well, they got to do it again, and it's all about making the kids happy, right, Laura? Oh, my God, yeah, for sure. And really what, you know, we don't go that often, obviously. I don't have the means to go as often as I would like. But um, really what got me there is my youngest son was like, I want to go to Disney. And I was shocked. He was 12 at the time. And I was like, I want to go back to Disney too. This works out so well. So it, it took some time to save up the money to go. But we we got there and we had an amazing time. We stayed at Pop and we loved it there. And yeah, we, we just had a great time. I was so thankful to be able to go and do it. This, this makes so. me so happy because this is exactly what it's all about. It's about a family going to Walt Disney World, making memories, you don't have to stay at the Yacht Club or stay at the Grand Floridian. Pop Century is a great hotel. I stay there all the time. I love Pop Century. I mean, when I go down for a race, that is where I go. It's my home. I love the music. I love the icons. Pop Century is fun to me. Like, oh, yeah. if I had to describe it in one word, it's, it's just fun. fun. Yeah, you know? it's fun. Yeah. It's high energy. Like, it's great for families. great for kids. Um, this is great. So, yeah, this just makes me so happy. So, And I, I would imagine you're probably like, Scott and I, are you guys continuing to talk about the trip? Because Scott and I just keep sending texts to each other constantly like, oh, man, you're, I, I still remember, yeah, because I was there. Like, we did that together. Like, But we're always talking about it. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. You're just, uh, you're just constantly, like, reliving. And I think now we're in a really cool age because, like, Google Photos will pop up some pictures here and there and all that kind of stuff. I, it just, it, it's great to make yeah, those memories. Yeah, my, my iPhotos app popped up and said, share these memories and yeah. it was like my Disney pictures so yeah we it, it was great um my 16 year old son had to visit with his dad and his dad called me and said he had the best time all he wanted to do was talk about his Disney trip That's so, so great. at that is. 16 years old that made me so happy you know because 16 years old right. it could go either way exactly. you know he could love yeah. it or hate that You're exactly right it's like hard to make it. it it's hard to make a 16 year old happy or 14 year old 15 it's just you know you do everything you can mallory is the one that wanted to go to disneyland so that's kind of why we it's almost like your kid said i want to go to walt disney mallory said well i'm gonna go to disneyland so we tried it and god i fell in love you know what you, stuff you do for your kids but the family comes together I, i'm so i'm so glad you took the chance to uh to go down there and have this vacation with your family and i'm so glad you called in because you really really made my week with this call this makes me so happy oh awesome and shout out to you guys i've been listening to the podcast it feels like forever and I knew what to do because you guys helped me out. And I listened to you and Pam and Ricky and Scott. And yeah, I felt so confident going just from listening to you guys talk. So well, we appreciate that. So we appreciate that so very much. It's our community. It's everybody coming together. And uh, you're going to get a dose of Scott and I this week because uh, Pam is down. Well, let me just say, I'll just give you a little hint. Pam is in a galaxy far, far away this week. So she will oh. not be joining us this week, but she will be back with some cool stories shortly. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? My kids and I were at the movie today and they're advertising it at the movie theaters. I saw that too. Yeah. No. I saw that too, Laura. When I saw the, when I saw Lightyear, they had an advertisement for like the, the star cruiser. I thought it was interesting. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. So someday, yeah, someday yeah. maybe. I don't We're, know. Someday, me too. <laughs> I got a someday. kid to send to college. I got you know. I don't think that's happening soon. I got to get uh, Mallory. I don't think Mallory's going to get a full ride. I'm just saying that. So I better have a plan B. <laughs> So better not take any really expensive uh, vacations here over the next four or five years. Anyway, well, hey, thank you so much for the call. You guys stay safe out there in Illinois and don't be a stranger. Give us a call uh, here again soon. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. Have Have a good good night. night. All right. Bye-bye. Mike, can I ask you a question, like a follow-up question on that call? Yeah, sure. So first off, I thought Laura had a hot take on Genie Plus being better than the Express Pass because I hear so many good things about that Universal. Right. I do too. I I love hearing that hot take. But so my question is, so I've heard a lot of not negativity, but like complaints sometimes or like frustrations with Genie Plus at Walt Disney World. And you and I just used that Disneyland and absolutely loved it. Do you think like she had a good experience because maybe the crowds were lower or like she knew what she was doing? And it could be a combination of all these things, too. Or C, are you seeing like less people purchasing it now because you have to do day of purchases? Ooh, that's a really good question because here's the thing is I think that there's still kind of a carryover with people that have it associated with their True. packages. I think right. you're going to see the more like everybody is having to make that decision of day of purchases, I would say, after the first of the year. Because I would yeah, say a lot of sense. people probably still have it because we could sell it up until I think it was June 8th when the 2023 packages came out. <laughs> I still remember that date because it was yeah. a stressful day. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, but yeah, I, so if yeah. you had it booked by June 8th, it could be Yeah, so I think there's still a lot year. of, yeah. you know, most yeah. people have probably still have that on their packages if they were going to get it or not. But I think like moving into 23, we're going to see where almost everybody is going to have to make that call every day. So I think that will significantly, um, I would say there'll be, a, I would say there would be a significant drop in yeah. Genie Plus usage because you know, like when you're building it into your package, say, let's say I'm booking a trip right now, or say I was booking a trip in April for December. And, you know, the package comes out to be like $3,500 or with Genie Plus, it's $3,700, right? I don't even really make that calculation too hard, right? I'm just like, fine, I don't want to wait in line. It's a bunch of money, just right, whatever. Right. It's like that, so, and I'm only paying $200 right now, so I uh, forget it. And then I just make the final payment, and I don't really itemize it, right? I just kind of put it all. That, that's what Disney wants you to do. But here's the thing. If every morning I'm looking at it and saying, I got a family of three or a family of four, and I'm looking at 45 or 60 bucks every single morning, I'm a little bit more critical on today we might just chill out a little bit and just do some of the D and E ticket kind of things, maybe see some shows, maybe do some pool yeah. time. Eh, I'm not pulling the trigger. I mean, what do you think about that? I, I think, you know, you're going to be yeah. a lot more selective. I agree. Like, well, that's how I was with Disneyland, Mike. Like that was a perfect example. Like it was built into our ticket. It was weird buying like a, a, a five day ticket, mind you, because I'm so used to the annual pass. So, right. Like, me too. Just seeing like, I well, I got the room. I'm already all in on the tickets with the hopper. Like what's another X amount of dollars to just throw that on every day. You're spot on where like, because that's how I feel at world as an annual pass. holder. was like, man, I got to buy that every single day. Like, like that. I don't know. That's really challenging, but I'll just say it was really refreshing to hear from Laura. Say some, give some positivity on that because I feel like I've heard a lot of negativity towards Genie Plus, and that felt like really good to hear. No, that was a great call. That made me super happy. All right, we have our next call on the line. Hey, who's joining us? Hi, this is Kathy from Massachusetts. Hey, Kathy. Sorry about your Red Sox, but hey, let's don't talk about that today. Let's talk Disney. All right. Yeah, I don't really talk baseball much. So. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> that wouldn't be much pre- good company here tonight. I'll say it wasn't pretty today. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just kind of wanted to add a little bit. We just got back from a trip a couple weeks ago as well. We stayed uh, in the middle of June, about June 18th to the 25th. We stayed over at Copper Creek Villas, which is always so much fun. Oh, yeah. We love it there. That's, yeah. that's not that's um, not really roughing it at all. Ahead, that's that's pre- that's pretty nice over at Copper Creek. I mean, I, I got to give you that. That's uh, you're not you're not slumming it too bad. <laughs> yeah, no, we actually had a, a two bedroom. Oh. My parents came along with us, so it was really nice. We got to eat breakfast in the room. We came back a lot of times for lunch. Uh, that Amazon Fresh is such a great way to get your groceries delivered. Oh, good tip. And um, are we? Yeah, yeah, saved so much money really when you think about it especially with my kids who are such picky eaters they'd come back to the room just make up a quick hot dog or something and a sandwich and and go to the pool and hang out for the afternoon very nice 
So what were some of the highlights from the trip yeah. outside outside of the villa? I would never leave, but what did you do anything outside of the villa? Because I don't think I would have. So, yeah, we, we went pretty much every day to the parks um, because my kids really do love going. So we would kind of go first thing in the morning. Uh, we would rope drop most days, uh, stay there till around lunchtime, come back, hang out by the pool, hang out most of the time. That's when the rain would start anyways, like late afternoon. So after the rain would kind of pass, we'd go out to the parks again and, you know, stay till closing. So how did you guys, how'd you guys find the crowds? Cause you were there late, uh, probably, I guess, peak summer, I guess you would say like late June. Yeah. Did you guys find it okay? Yeah. Or was it challenging? So this is probably our third time going in June and I felt it very busy, but I don't know. Is it because we went last year, which was still kind of the tail end of like the COVID and there was no fast pass lane. So we, everything was standby. We rode everything with little to, to no weight. So this year with the whole genie plus, um, I, we actually only did it one day, which is kind of different than the, the, the lady, I didn't catch her name that called before. Um, because knowing that we were going to get to do the deluxe after hours, two of the days, I said, well, I'm not going to spend the, the $60 for the four of us when we're going to get to go, you know, later in the evening and ride the ride. But the problem with that is during the day, like, especially at Magic Kingdom, I felt like we were at a disadvantage, you right, know, right. because most lines like Haunted Mansion and Pirates, I mean, you, it was like well over 40, 50, 60 minutes. You know, so it, it was kind of like what we would do was we found ourselves trying to do like the like the stuff that was indoors. Because, mm-hmm. as you know, in June, it's super hot. Yes. So we would go and do like Country Bear Jamboree. We would do the Tiki Room and do that kind of stuff, you know, where there was no weight and kind of cool off. And then, you know, do the other stuff that didn't have much weight. And then we were lucky enough to do like space thunder splash all like first thing when we rope dropped you know one of the days and um we went back on that extended evening hours which is really really awesome um i felt like epcot felt like there was even less people than magic kingdom magic kingdom felt like there was more people in the evening but like my kids rode uh uh, the barnstormer, I think, four times <laughs> in a row. Like they just would get off and go right back on. You know what I mean? I love that. That's and, awesome. Uh, we, yeah, yeah. It felt like old time Disney. You know, where you could just get off a ride and just go right back on. You know. Um, but the only thing is, we wanted to do uh, Seven Dwarves, and we thought, okay, you know, the wait's a little busy right now. Why don't we wait till later in the evening? I'm sure there'll be less we found that the wait time was going up oh. rather than getting less as the evening went on. You know, I think the, everyone else had the yeah, same say, mindset. Every, everybody was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And with magic kingdom being open later, it makes it a little more difficult. I mean, my kids are 13 and nine, so they, they did hang with us, but by midnight you're already like, okay, I'm tired. <laughs> you know, I, I, we got to get back. Um, with the Epcot one, I felt like it was really nice, but the only disadvantage is you watch Harmonious and that cuts into 20 minutes of your two hour time, Yep. you know, and you have so much ground to cover between rides. So we really only got to do, um, we got a, um, lightning, I mean, a, uh, standby queue for guardians did that. And then went over and did Soarin' and Frozen Ever After, which, I mean, it's pretty successful pretty to do those yeah. three in that evening. Yeah, yeah. And we were able to actually get uh, a reservation as well during the day. So we rode it twice in one day, which was so cool. That is the challenge at Epcot, though. I mean, the park is so large that, I mean, if you go from Frozen to Guardians, I mean, it takes you a good, I mean, if you're speed walking 10 minutes, I mean, you got to be moving to get yeah. there in 10 minutes. And it's 10 there, 10 back. Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, 20 minutes out of two hours. That's a big chunk. And you're right. Harmonious lasts like yeah. 49 minutes. I mean, it's the longest show in the history of fireworks. E- getting- Even when I'm running the marathon, <laughs> like it takes me forever to get from like France to Mexico. Yes, it does. That's the longest stretch <laughs> ever at the end of the marathon. Oh my gosh. So, and I do have to say that this was our first time watching Harmonious and Enchantment. And I thought Harmonious was way better. 
That's my personal opinion. (laughs) There you go. One for Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Kathy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what it is too. It's, you know, I love like the fireworks shows in Magic Kingdom, but ever since they started doing like the ones where there's projections on the castle, I think unless you have this prime spot, it's so hard to see. I'm barely five feet tall. <laughs> so it is so hard to get a really good view of the castle, um, you know, in the show. So, and I feel like it lacks, like we say, I know you guys talk about it all the time on the show about like the emotion, you know, like wishes, you know, you know, wishes yeah. for me will always kind of hold a special place in my heart, you know? And I think it just, I don't know. It just didn't have, it was a great show. Don't get me wrong, but it just didn't have that, that like, I don't know, those emotions that you get when you're watching it, you know? Kathy, I, I fully agree with you because that's, I mean, Wishes was the, the show when I started going, you know, so, you know, you talk about that attachment, but like you could watch it anywhere, like in the park, I felt like, because there wasn't the projection. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you might miss like Tinkerbell flying, but like you could be behind Fantasyland, you could be over by Big Thunder and it almost felt like the same show almost every time and like, because you could hear the music piped in and like, that might've been another reason why I loved wishes. You didn't have to like force yourself to be on main street to get a better experience than someone else. So I, I liked your, I liked your thinking there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I, we watched it a few times from, you know, the top of Bay Lake tower yeah. wishes, you know, which was always awesome. And they had it piped in and you, like you said, you're not missing too, too much, but I mean, overall it was obviously a really you know great show, but hopefully the next thing that comes, <laughs> they come out with will be a little more um i don't know more emotional or something yeah i'm all about the emotions i the same thing with the commercials i was saying you know i need those commercials that just connect to me not even i don't even know like they don't have to really show like something specific but it's got to connect to, to something that i just feel you know like i'm too excited to sleep right. we're all that way before our trips i mean i've gone you know 60 times to walt disney world and i still every time before i go to the airport the next morning I can't sleep. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. You know, I'm like, I know exactly. I've been to pop century a bunch of times, but I'm still excited. I get to be there in the morning, you know, the next morning I'm having breakfast at pop. Like that's the best. I got to ask you this real quick though. It's national ice cream day. Unless you're dare, unless you're like lactose intolerant or something, where's your favorite place <laughs> to get ice cream at Walt Disney world. So I'm not a huge ice cream per se, um, I'm more of like, you know, like a dough whip okay, or a frozen, churro frozen treat. Okay, for, it's cold treat, let's go with. Or, or okay. no, sweet treat, um, sweet treat we could even go yeah, with. Yeah, dessert, a dessert, dessert, dessert let's go yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, I obviously would go for, we had the, that, um, the I Lava You float this year. That was really, really good. We really enjoyed it. Is, is that the one that had the Pop Rocks on it? Yes, it was like with <laughs> Strawberry Fanta. And then I had the little pop rocks at the top. Yes. Did you ever have this? I, I didn't have it, but I heard about it. I think I did have it. Or was it at the, that the Poly, like the Aloha Isle at the Polynesian? Cause I had something similar like that over marathon weekend. Maybe it was something different, but it, I know it had like pop rocks. No, it. no, it was actually at magic kingdom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So it was really, it was at the sun, sun, I, I think it would be Travis, uh, sorry uh, yeah if i put any pop yeah. rocks inside my body right now it would just not i don't know it's, i mean <laughs> speaking of desserts though so kathy like you mentioned like watching wishes from top of the world so i was able to introduce mike to top of the world one evening before and we had like the 12 15 layer whatever Dude, like cake at it was top as of big as my have... wedding cake almost yeah. it was huge <laughs> did you ever have that when you were up at top of the world no, I have never had oh, that. My husband so and I, good. I remember like going one night to that lounge up there and we had like drinks, but I, I never got any desserts up there. No. Yeah. We, we did a tequila flight and then we ordered the biggest piece of cake in the history of the pieces of cake. And then we, then we took it and back. Then on that the bus ended up being us. a funny memory for us because we couldn't finish it. We had, it was me, Mike, Elizabeth, Pam, and our girl, our daughters. And like, we couldn't even finish the cake. So we went, <laughs> So we, we took a bus back and we walked over. We left the Contemporary or Bay Lake over to the bus stop at Magic Kingdom, probably going back to Coronado or something like that. It was a jam-packed bus. I was standing. And we were all standing. We were jammed. Yeah, we're right all in the standing. Middle, yeah. I'm just holding on to this cake box. And I just started asking people, like, do you want some cake? 
Because <laughs> I mean, the thing is, when you're staying on the bus at park closing, because it was like it was right at park closing, yeah. is that I think we had to walk back to the Magic Kingdom to catch a bus. I don't know why we we're on a jam packed bus. We had to have been because we're going to a hotel. We must have gone back yeah. to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, but anyway, we went to the Magic Kingdom bus. Yeah, was yeah that's yeah, what we did. Yeah. So we're standing in a jam packed bus of all these people leaving the Magic Kingdom with this like it's like devil's food cake. And the thing is. Like you know, like if you're if you've ever ridden like a jam packed bus at park closing, like if you're holding something and you're six foot tall, it's like right in the face of like three people. Like I mean, yeah. the the driver takes the corner too fast and like somebody's taking a bite out of this thing unintentionally. So we're just like, if we had forks, we'd be serving it up there right yeah. in the middle of this bus. I was just gonna let people just put their hand in. This is pre COVID. Like just like just scoop a piece out with your hand. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> I love I love that lounge. Actually, I mean, I know we're kind of going long now, Mike, but like there's some breaking news too. Like they've changed the yes. the lounge is coming back and it's kind of like villains theme. So I'm kind of interested to find out more about that. Yeah. yeah. That was and awesome. I don't want to keep like you guys, trip, but I just Kathy. wanted to, no, I just wanted to say from listening, obviously to your podcast so much, we were able to get uh, a lunch at uh, Sci-Fi, which nice. was a lot of fun. We had never done that. And we did um, dinner at um, Homecoming, which was so good. Man, I, you know, I still haven't got into sci-fi in the last five years. A ton of our listeners have. <laughs> I haven't. And on my last trip, I camped out. <laughs> no kidding. I camped outside of sci-fi for 75 minutes and just kept trying to hit the wait list. Never got a ne- And I was, only, I was by myself. I was just one person. I would have sat at the back at a picnic table. I would have stood if they would have let me. Couldn't I cannot get in that restaurant, but I'm glad you did. Mike, <laughs> right, yes. yeah. Mike I have a uh, ADR in August. I'm just Shut saying, like, I know I keep teasing you to come come down, but I know I'm trying. I gotta still, t- it's all about yeah. timing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kathy, thanks so much for the call, and I'm so glad you had a great trip. And uh, now you need, uh, I'm gonna have to go find some pop rocks with my ice cream that I get later tonight. <laughs> thank you guys have a great week you too have a good one up uh up east. One, okay. take care thank you that was awesome bye that you, was you know another news thing was like the the br guest playing a spaceship earth i know dude we're taking over we're taking wow. over br guest on spaceship Earth. oh by the way too we were talking about this on instagram or twitter because there's somebody that was trying to call in so if you want to call it there was like a three something area code we can sneak in real quick at the end of the show because we went a little long on the last call how about that backpack <laughs> that sinks oh, the backpack up to spaceship sweet. earth how does that work? How does that he, work? So he, I, I, I follow that guy on Twitter now, the, the guy that makes them. And he talked about, cause he saw the BR guest one. And he's like, all right, well I had to pro I had to reprogram for that one now too. So he must have some like way, like with, I don't know, man. Is <laughs> he, is he like, enough, I mean, but... I, it, is there like a signal that's sent out to spaceship earth and like somehow he, inter- he intercepts the signal into his backpack that, or is it because I mean it's totally in sync. I mean it's, it is in sync. Yeah, he maybe he's watched enough video of it to know like how like to flash certain lights at these every like half a second. I don't know, man. I just it's the most incredible thing. You should retweet that videos for the listeners to see because it was awesome. Yeah, I saw that and I thought first of all I thought this is fake news. This is not real. Yeah. And then I saw it because it's all over. It's kind of gone viral. And then I'm like, okay, because Dr. Kai sent it to me. And I'm thinking, and then you said you tried to buy it and it yeah. was sold out. And then I'm thinking, okay, like it is perfectly synced. So I'm wondering, like, do they send this signal to Spaceship? Because maybe they do. They probably do to the beacons, like via, you know, some kind of like encrypted Wi Fi. You know, it's probably how it works. Okay. So somehow this dude cracked the system and he's got like a router in that backpack but like how did he do that you know i mean like is security not tackling this guy because i mean it obviously is getting the same signal because it is i mean it is synced perfectly it was the craziest thing ever i don't know it's so it was three it was three hundred dollars too like and then i was like yeah i'm not buying it i don't need yeah but it's still awesome it could be like the old like um like pop century cooler the coronado's spring schooler like you just hand it down to another family yes, that's yes the next yeah. trip. it never leaves epcot yeah. <laughs> like it never ever will leave the park yeah. as it, you're walking it, out of epcot you, you hand, hand it to, it to another the person. exactly yeah. and you're like do you like solemnly swear that you will yeah. not take this home you will pass it off to the next like you have a secret password like yeah, yeah. password is pigment 
Figment 83 t-shirt. Okay, I'm good. There it is. That's, the <laughs> That's what it is. All right. So we got to get out of here. We're running long, but we thank you for the great calls. We hope you've enjoyed the last hour with some uh, fun Disney talk here on a Sunday night or a Thursday if you're listening on the feed. Don't forget, we have shows every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We're going to have some fun podcasts for you this week. Of course, last week we did not have listener questions because we had the Disney Wish review with Pam. Lots of folks said they enjoyed that and they are ready to get to see Scott and I just a little behind the scenes. We were both looking at cruise dates while we were recording that podcast. That's how excited we were. <laughs> Pam was talking and we caught each yeah. other. We're like, what are you doing? I'm uh, checking sailing. Yeah. yeah, what are you she doing? She may ask us the question if you heard any like dead dead silences because me and Mike <laughs> were uh yeah, we're looking at cruise. We're like, uh, what'd you say? Because uh, I was on I was on DisneyCruise.com. Uh Please so repeat. yeah. <laughs> so that's so that's what we're doing. And then of course we talked about Disneyland on Friday. So this week we will have listener questions, we'll have a trip report. We're going to have all the stuff we're used to back to Walt Disney World. We're going to have a fun, fun week for you here on the podcast. As always, these shows are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. So please support the folks who support us over at themagicforless.com. We'd love to help you plan that next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just drop by the website, themagicforless.com. Fill out that quote form while you're there. It's no obligation, but uh, we'll find those uh, rates and uh, availability for you, get you those numbers, and take care of you from there. So, again, check them out over at themagicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link. When you got to buy something online, it costs you nothing extra. Just click through the link. It's one extra click, and it really does help support the show. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all this podcasting possible we couldn't do it without you, and our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. Coming over, we'd love to have you at patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give this guy a follow on the social media at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T, on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at be our guest Mike, so give me a follow as well. Got a lot of new followers this week. Thanks to everybody who uh, came on over and love to talk to you over there. And uh, don't forget, we'll have another live show next Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. You, me, and Scotty G. And we hope to have great calls just like this week. It was a lot of fun, a lot of yeah, positivity. It yeah, it was. And just, I mean, this is what it's all about. So until we get back together again, for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Sunday night or a great Thursday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.